This past year, we've been dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, but there is another pandemic that's not as well known. That's right, and we're chirping about the autoimmune pandemic. And this is Chick to Chick. Carrie, you said it. We're dealing with a different type of pandemic, an autoimmune pandemic. There are so many people out there who have autoimmune diseases and you don't really hear about it because it's not something you can visibly see. You cannot see that they're sick on the outside, but on the inside, they're really suffering. And boy, I got a huge education on that with what you went through with your daughter and with Lyme disease. Sam was so sick, but on the outside, she looked perfectly normal. She looked healthy. And I don't think people realized the pain that she was going through and the different things she was going through. Oh yeah, exactly. It, it was nuts. And a lot has changed and then not changed since then. So for instance, I want to read a couple of statistics to you. So it used to be the CDC would come out with a report that was like 350,000 people having you know new cases of Lyme disease, but it has climbed. It's at 427,000, but the researchers feel like that is actually a lower number. It's more like two times that amount. Mm -hmm. um, also, bringing up the fact that that 427,000 number, well, that's two times the number of women who have breast cancer. It's eight times the number of those who have HIV AIDS. I mean, it's astounding and not to be the bearer of bad news, but if we can project into say 30 years from now, around 2050, um, they're looking at 55.7 million people in the US who will have Lyme, many going on to be chronic. Now, I'm taking all of these numbers from a book that I just recently read, and we are gonna talk with this author, uh, co-author of the book. Joining us today is Dana Parrish, and she is co-author of Chronic, The Hidden Cause of the Autoimmune Pandemic and How to Get Healthy Again. Also, Dana is a Sony singer-songwriter, and she's a columnist where you can find a lot of great information of Huffington Post. Dana, you know, I am thrilled to have you here today. <laughs> Thank you. It's so good to see you. And you've been an amazing support and friend to me, to Dr. Phillips, to this Lyme community for a long time. And I'm a big fan of yours. Aw, thank you. Well, I want to know right out of the gate, this book, as you can see right behind me, I mean, I've dog-eared it like you wouldn't believe to, to make sure I go back and read some things. But what is it about this book that you want to make sure, just off the top right now, you want people to understand about chronic? The most important thing for me to make really clear to the world is that everything is caused by something. All of your symptoms are caused by something. And a ton of autoimmune diseases are caused by infections, very common infections that are incredibly ubiquitous around the world, like Lyme, like Bartonella, there are others. Um, those are two of the big ones um, because they have been linked to everything from rheumatoid arthritis uh, to um, uh, MS, lupus, 
psoriasis, psoriatic arthritis, anxiety, depression, insomnia. The crazy thing is, is that doctors are looking at everything in silos. They, you send somebody to a psychiatrist because they're anxious and depressed, but they're not connecting the fact that that's exactly when their onset of joint pain came on. So nobody's looking at this holistic. And these infections can affect you head to toe, very much like COVID. And I think COVID is a great example of an infection that can absolutely make your body haywire head to toe overnight. Your life has changed. Your life is altered. And that's what infections can do. And people don't know. And doctors don't know. Yeah, I like that word that you use to describe it. Your body just goes haywire. And, and so many of these illnesses that you brought up are invisible. You don't see it on the outside. It's this battle that's going on on the inside. Dana, what is your connection to this book and why did you decide to write it? So in 2014, I was living in Manhattan. I was at the prime of my life. I had just signed the deal with Sony that Carrie mentioned earlier. I just written for Celine Dion. My career was at the point that I had worked for so many years to bring it. And uh, I was supposed to be traveling around the world singing and writing songs for superstars. And all of a sudden, I get a tick bite. I am completely, completely head to toe debilitated with symptoms I've never had in my entire life. So I started off with a flu-like illness. I got three weeks of antibiotics from the doctor within five days. So a lot of people think, oh, early treatment, you're cured. Totally untrue. So three months after my initial three weeks of doxy, uh, I wake up, my breast is swollen. I go on to have incredible weakness, fibromyalgia diagnosis, incredible body pain, severe anxiety, depression, and insomnia. All along, I'm going to New York City doctors, 12 top New York City doctors, all said, including three ID doctors, I could not possibly have anything related to that tick bite. I asked all of them. I begged them to examine me for more infections. Nobody would. Okay. So again, infectious disease doctors are not even aware of how many infections are spread by ticks and they're not even thinking about them. So I had like every symptom in the book. I had 37 out of 60 symptoms on a checklist before I finally got to my co-author uh, and, and partner and the most brilliant doctor that I know, Dr. Stephen Phillips. And I was in heart failure by then. So all these doctors just basically left me by the road to die and wanted to put me on pain meds and wanted to put me on psych meds that would have just treated my symptoms um, and never gotten to the root cause and given me my life back. And by the way, once I was in heart failure, I actually really thought I was going to die and they still weren't helping me. It's crazy. And, you know, I am very familiar with your story. And sadly, your story echoed around to so many people who are at their wits end. And the one thing that drives me crazy, and if you'll speak to this a little bit, is the testing that is so archaic, which is then the diagnostics becomes archaic. So what is going on with the testing and diagnostics? You know, I'm actually glad you asked me this. So um, I was going back through old voicemails yesterday of uh, our dear, dear beloved and departed from Neil Spector. Mm. And I have a great voicemail from him where he's talking about meeting one of the inventors of the Western blot and how this a scientist thinks it is insane that we are using this as a diagnostic for Lyme. He's like, this is humiliating to me. It, it is an awful test. The tests are not sensitive. The tests are not really built to 
diagnose Lyme and mm-hmm. they are missing most cases of Lyme. The, the other thing is there are many, many strains of Lyme for which no test exists, for which no rash will appear because a lot of times when people uh, think about Lyme disease, they always think, oh, I didn't see a bullseye. Okay, first of all, only 25% of people ever see a tick bite. If you're in the lucky minority like me that gets it on their shoulder and you do see it and you do get a little bit of a rash, okay, you know you you have Lyme. But what about the people that don't? What about the people that get a tick bite, they never see it, or they see it and never get the rash and think their doctors say they're fine, which is incredibly common, but they get Babesia, Bartonella, Powassan. You know, you just don't know what is going to come from these little cesspools. So you can't rely on tests. We have hardly any tests for any of the strains of Lyme that are reliable. We actually don't have anything. We don't have reliable tests for Bartonella. Um, And so you have to make these diagnoses based on a clinical picture and ruling out other diseases a lot. And most doctors don't even know that, nor are they willing to do it, nor do they know what they're doing in terms of treatment because there's no training no training for one of the most insidious infectious diseases in the entire world and one of the most common. Dana, as Carrie often says, ticks suck. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He says it all the time. Dana, this is worse too. There's other things I'm not going to say here that I don't say it. Don't say it. (laughs) Dana, this is such good information. Very quickly. What do you want people to get from reading your book? I want them to get help. I want them to get hope. I want them to learn the right questions to ask. I want them to understand that they need to ask why. Why am I so sick? Why was I healthy this uh, on this day and now I'm extremely unhealthy? Why was I at the prime of my life? Whatever the, whatever the situation is, just always understand that underlying your symptoms, there is always a root cause when somebody tells you they don't know what it is move on. You've got to find doctors that actually are looking, they're digging, and they're not just running to put you on expensive lifelong immune suppressants like Enbrel or lifelong or long-term psychiatric drugs before a thorough investigation of infections is done. That is absolutely the bottom line. And Dr. Phillips, I'm sorry he couldn't be here today. He's with patients all day, but his, a lot of his secrets are in here. He's been doing this for 25 years. He's one of the best in the world. He has unraveled complex chronic illness um, and saved so many lives. He has, some of his treatment protocols are in there. You can bring it to your doctors and uh, show your family members who don't believe you and say it's in your head and your doctors and just you know, keep going and you might be able to find the right care right around the corner. So. It's my that is great advice. You know, I love you. I love your passion. Your advocacy is off the charts. Thank you. Thank you to Dr. Phillips for writing this book. It's going to help a lot of people. Thank you for being with us today. Thanks, Dana. Love you guys. Thank you for having me. It's so great to see you. Bye, Thanks. Flora. Bye, Carrie. Bye. Bye. Carrie, I really loved Dana's message. And what I heard from her is you have to advocate for yourself. And if you're going to a doctor and the doctor isn't listening to you and the doctor isn't believing you, continue to advocate and find somebody who is going to believe you and to understand that you're sick and you need help. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, whether you have Lyme or not, this book is incredibly important for you to understand what is underlying and going on in your body. Because just as you said, You really have to be your own advocate and knowledge and education is power. I'm so glad that they, that they wrote this book. And I'm so glad that you all were here to listen to this podcast today. And we hope you'll come back when we are chirping about another topic. 
Thank you.